Welcome to the Work Minus Podcast, where we talk with influencers about what they are trying to remove from how we work today and where they see work moving in the future. Today's guest is Karthik Vijayakumar, and this episode is Work Minus Titles. Hi, Karthik. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for having me. So you're the host of the Design Your Thinking Podcast, which is a great resource for product makers and product managers, but, but this time we're talking about Work Minus Titles. But before we get in there, tell us a little bit about Design Your Thinking and what it's all about. Oh, yeah. Uh, Design Your Thinking is a podcast and a blog where I talk about products and generally uh, making stuff, which is products and services, whatever it be. And I've, I've focused so long on product managers and designers and a uh, little bit into entrepreneurship. And yeah, I mean, that's that's the blog. And I uh, I have a history working with big companies and small ones. You know, I started my career working with Verizon, worked with them for a couple of years and then moved to IBM where I worked for quite a bit of time and then moved on to work with this another smaller company. And now I'm, I'm running uh, this as a solopreneur. <laughs> At least that's, that's one uh, word I like to identify myself with. And yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, so uh, we're talking about work minus titles. So tell us, you you started off with Verizon. What was your title when you first, your very first job? Yeah, interestingly, uh, even before Verizon, I actually had a startup, which I don't talk about much. Uh, It it failed. It it just bombed. Uh, After a year and a half, I I closed it. And then I didn't have any title. So I began my career with no title. And I am right now without a title too. But when I went into Verizon, you know, the corporate world uh, with Verizon, I was a programmer and that was my first uh, quote unquote corporate job. And uh, from then on, you know, I moved on to IBM where uh, I was a solutions architect. And and it was crazy because uh, what I do now is completely disconnected from the two of them. And then I, I moved into product management with my third company at CollabNet. Um, and, and now... Yeah, like like I'm I'm back to square one. Yeah, so so let's let's get into this a little bit more. I mean, product management is your thing. That's what you're you're known for. So it, it is a title that people get when they they join a company. You're you're going to manage this this product. But but mm-hmm. zoom out a little bit. Why why do you think titles are something that we should remove from how work is done today? Uh, in, interesting. Uh, in fact, I I, w- I would even go back to the other two titles that I. I had programmer, solutions architect, product manager. I I couldn't identify myself with any of them, frankly. Uh, I I I thought I was more creative, and product management, as we all know, is comprises of a whole bunch of different things. And I didn't do like doing some of them, where while I actually ended up liking, uh, you know, some other aspects of it. But coming back to uh, the title and and my. Um, I don't have any problems with you know title, but then the challenge with title, however, is are, are two things. One is in the way, I mean, this I started to sense this very strongly when I started to hire product managers and marketers, and when I was doing this, uh, and I saw this across, uh, you know, I live in India and I I travel to the Bay Area very often, and I had the same problem that I saw in both the places that. The title for which I'm hiring for, and the title with which people came in, the, the candidates came in, they were completely 
sometimes different, sometimes same. But the problem is people had a certain expectation from the title, and which which is the first step of the problem. And the and the subsequently, what happens is once you get into the role uh, or, or, or rather the job, you end up uh, calling yourself uh, a senior product manager or um, a group product manager or a principal product manager. And and that in turn kind of stops the way, changes the way you think. And it happened to me. And I've seen this happening to others as well, where you start to think about your job very differently as opposed to how your job used to be just a couple of days back when you were just a product manager. Hmm. The minute you, you have the senior attached to it, you think differently. And you start to uh, not think of certain things that you used to think when you were uh, just a product manager. Now, that's just the beginning of it. But what happens is uh, over a period in time, um, so just to clarify, title here is not just the senior or the chief, but also the title product manager. Um, and when I, uh, what I've seen from both my podcast, uh, talking to my guests and also from my own personal experiences, people are far more successful when you are given a certain goal or, or you're, you're very clearly given a mandate to run with rather than just a title and a, and a bunch of um, stuff to manage. Yeah. Right. I mean, so that kind of uh, was the biggest issue because um, the minute you start to think about goals, I started to see people behaving a lot differently. You, you start to uh, think different. Whereas when you don't have, and, and, and the way I've seen a lot of companies have goals, but then these goals are very, very, um, you know, they're just a one-time activity. They do it in the beginning of the year and then they revisit it when they come to the end of the year just for negotiating the salaries. But so, yeah, I mean, that's the whole background with the, well, you know, where, where I kind of um, started to think that titles um, more than trying to help an organization and an individual, it actually starts acting negatively. Yeah. So, so let me jump in here. When, when I hear you talk about titles, I'm, I'm seeing a couple trends here. One is that sometime a title is, is for the function that you do at a job, right? So you're right. the, you're the product manager. You're supposed to be managing the product. That's kind of a descriptive type function, but titles can also be a, a hierarchy, right? It's, it's a senior or a partner or a group leader. Right. Um, so that element kind of comes into titles. But then also a, a title should be have some sense of responsibility to say, hey, if you are, um, if I tell you you are the, the, the product manager, that's that's what I want you to be doing at this company. I want you to manage right. this product. I don't care how you do it or what exactly is involved in that, but how it comes in there. So those, those three aspects I'm seeing, there's the idea of function, the idea of, of ranking or hierarchy and responsibility. Um, right. wh which of those do you think are, are suitable uh, which one should we get rid of? And is there an alternative way we should look at it? No, I think uh, you bring up, bring up a very important point, uh, which is the distinction between title and a role. Um, roles are important and roles have responsibilities, whereas titles don't have responsibilities attached to it. Like, for instance, if I have to um, look for somebody to, uh, if I'm going to hire somebody, I'm going to look for what I need to get done and where I need help. So, that's how I look for, and and not I don't I don't say I need to hire three senior developers. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean anything to me. But then if I said, look, I need to get 
three of these modules completely ripped and uh, redone. Now, how, what does it take? We need three engineers on it, and they need to be well aware of the technology. They we need to be well aware of what uh, uh, what it means to rip and rip, uh, replace something. They should have done that. So that's it. Now, I'm not talking about titles anymore. Now, if I have to talk about this from a uh, from a product management or design perspective too, the same thing applies because if I'm going to get uh, to redo my website or uh, launch a mobile app, then I am going to look for people who have done that and who can help me complete, you know, complete my activity in the time that I have budgeted for. So title just falls off the plate here. We're talking about roles and responsibilities and we're talking about goals. Yeah. So how has your experience as a solopreneur uh, really impacted this? I mean, when, when people ask you, what, what do you do? Um, how, mm-hmm. how do you respond to that? And also, if you're looking for to work with someone, I mean, I'm assuming you've you've kind of chosen right. to not build a, a, a big team around you, but you're, you're going to work with freelancers. You're going to work with other people that are that are close to you. So how has all this shaped your personal work? Great question. And uh, I have, uh, you know, I have taken OKRs as my way of managing my work. So I I use um, the OKR technique. So I have an objective and I set, you know, I break them down into, um, you know, into ta- I toss them down necessarily. And then I try to work around them. And when I need help, I just go around looking for people. Um, say, for instance, uh, the last time I reached out to somebody was uh, in, in trying to, you know, edit my podcast and, I just was looking for somebody who could do it. Now, you, no matter what you, what your title is, and no matter what your experience is, as long as you can get this job done, and this is the time frame I have, I'm good with that, right? And and when I try to, I mean, this is a thing that I I kind of fought, uh, rather I had to struggle with a little bit in the beginning uh, was what do I call myself? Now there are people who have their names with consultants, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it works for the sake of, uh, you know, getting found on LinkedIn or getting found on, uh, on some social media. But then other than that, I don't use any of these titles for the way I engage with, uh, you know, clients. For instance, I, I, I go for speaking engagements. I go for uh, consulting uh, engagements uh, with, uh, with, with, with companies. And when I do that, I, I, I just try to focus myself as somebody who can get a job done for you. So for instance, if there is, for instance, there's a company which I worked with recently, which was trying to launch something new from what they are, what they have already done. And when I tried to work with them, they, they came to me because they saw design thinking in you know, or design your thinking is my website, but then they saw design and thinking and they came to me. Now the way I, took the conversation was purely as what you need to get done and what can I do for you, right? I mean, that com- completely, um, he- you know, changes the way I have a conversation with somebody rather than saying that, look, I'm a product consultant or product management, product design consultant who can uh, do, you know, design thinking workshop and then work with their teams to do this. No, I think you shift the entire, uh, you know, conversation into one that, uh, focus on the goals. What do you need to get done? 
Yeah, and I know you're a fan of like the jobs to be done mentality. So can you can you apply that thinking to also hiring? I mean, it's we're using the same term. It's a job right. that you're hiring somebody for, but how does that impact the titles? Talk about that. Uh, well, uh, I don't know. Titles have just been um, irrelevant to me even when I was working with companies. So talking about jobs to be done, that's exactly what I've always focused on and it's always worked even with people who I have hired into the organization, I've had this conversation later at a later point. And I've realized that the fact that I was very clear with what I needed to get done helped them decide whether they wanted to take the job or not. Rather than, you know, one of the biggest challenges I've had and I've, um, you know, asked people, um, you know, the I've done surveys on my, on my blog and then I've gotten this feedback as well, which is, what helps you decide whether you should take up a job or not? Because like, for instance, classic example is product management. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, product management, you know, covers everything from, uh, you know, project management to marketing to whatnot, to design. Now, how do I know that whether I should be picking up this job from this company or not? Say I've been off, made an offer. How do I know? Whether or how do I decide if that's the right thing for me? Now, I love design. I love um, to, use, to use design thinking. Now, if that product management job is going to take me very close to being a scrum master, probably I should not do it. I should not take, that, take up the job. And the only way you can do it is by defining what jobs you want this person to get done for you as a company. Yeah. So do you see that kind of as as the best path forward in, in terms of looking at, at the future of work, looking at hiring, uh, trying to describe what you want someone to do? Much more important than saying, hey, I, I need a, you know, a senior architect for this. Right. And, and, and before I answer that, uh, it's important for us to take a look at some of the trends that's that's uh, taking place at this moment. Sure. One is this whole thing. Uh, the millennial generation is gone and we are going into Gen Y and the future. So uh, we are talking about the world 10 years from now, for instance. We are going to have millennials managing and the Gen Ys and Gen Zs uh, who are coming into the workforce. And these guys or girls, whoever they are, are going to be less, uh, less patient, more impatient. They are going to look for faster results they are going to look for more flexibility. So that's one uh, one trend. The other trend is education. Education is changing so rapidly uh, with uh, every single university uh, going online, including Harvard's and the MITs. And there, the number of dropouts are on the rise, including in countries like India, where traditionally education was considered the holy grail. And there is... Uh, also, a variety of education that's come out in countries like India. I mean, India was a country 10 years back. You couldn't find anybody doing anything else other than engineering, medicine, or or commerce, or economics. Now, even engineering, it used to be just three streams. Now, it's all, all around, and people are doing visual communication, visual arts. Arts has taken off. Now, that's another trend, the second one. The third one is is... The whole shift across geographies, like for instance, India, I mean, the, this whole uh, 
developing versus developed countries is completely disrupted at this point. And it's getting faster disrupted, I mean, disrupted faster than what it was in the past. So India is no longer a developing country. In a lot of ways, especially when it comes to talent pool, India is no longer a developing country. Rather, it is, it is a developed country. And then uh, the, the, the last trend that, I, that I, I'm seeing is this whole digital and social play because digit, everything is digital. And I'm talking about uh, uh, you know, uh, things that's happening across all countries and geographies. Hiring has changed. People are hiring through social network. People are retaining very dif- differently. There are so many startups in these two areas alone which are trying to bring in a lot of difference in the way you look at work. And if you actually look at all of this put together, you want to focus on removing all the craft that was put in together uh, because of, I think, because of the industrial age, which largely treated work and education as workshops or factories. So the minute you come in, I tag you with a, a label, which is your title, and then you move on and I, I, I add another tag after some point. Now that's going on, that should go off. Like it's happening in education, um, I mean, work is an extended part of education. You're still learning. Um, so title is one of them that needs to just go off, just like a lot of other things need to, which you guys are focusing on. Yeah, sure. Um, you've been able to talk with a lot of people through your podcast, uh, through the, the work that you've had in different areas. Um, when we talk about titles, t- tell us some very interesting titles you've seen people have that you, you actually saw that, you know, that, that sounds like a, a good job or a good something that, that would be interesting to do. So what are some interesting titles you think that are out there that we can latch on to? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, there, there was uh, this uh, startup that I worked with a couple of months back and the CEO doesn't call himself the CEO. He calls himself the chief sprinter. Hmm. So um, they are into sports and and this CEO and, and the entire company doesn't have uh, anybody who has a title like you see in any other company. So they believe that, I mean, when I asked him this question as to why you have such weird names, uh, weird but interesting names, I would say. Uh, his answer was, you know, the minute you think about yourself at uh, at work, you think about what uh, you, you you start getting yourself soaked into the the workplace and what we are doing. So the minute I think about work, I think about sprinting. And he had some interesting titles. I don't remember. Um, in in fact, uh, they had work areas uh, where um, they. I saw some stickies on the wall, which were called batons, because uh, like in a relay, I pass it on. Sure. Very interesting things. But uh, what I really, uh, I mean, that you talked about it, that workplace was something which is very unique to me, because these guys are not talking about uh, titles, rather they're talking about themselves as part of, uh, you know, the cost that they're, the company's working for. In this case, it's sports. So they come in as sportsmen. Yeah, so I think it's a good example of of saying, you know, a CEO is a very um, hierarchical title. I mean, you know where that person sits in the company, how they look at different things. But when you call them the chief sprinter, you you know what they're doing. You know that they're 
they're going fast. They're pushing people. They're um, trying to to meet different uh, targets that are there. And I think that that reflects better um, what it is that that people are doing. Like we talked about uh, before in terms of functionality right. and just just doing things. But is there a role for titles when it comes to um, helping other people outside? I mean, I think the big thing is going to be you know if somebody calls himself a chief sprinter, but they're in a uh, a Forbes article or something like that. And the, right. the general industry doesn't understand what that means. So when it comes to like cross companies, is there still a, a place for these standard titles? Yeah, that's, that's an interesting thing. And I'm curious, uh, to see what, uh, other guests of yours have to say about it. And, and I'm generally fishing out for more uh, opinions that, but my opinion is, uh, it, it does matter in, 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 in the way we see the world currently. But then I I see that, you know, and one experience, uh, you know, quick, um, you know, info here is I was recently talking to somebody uh, who I worked with back in IBM and she was describing the workplace to be very different. I mean, this is not in India, but then she was talking about the workplace to be very different than what it used to be. So, um, you know, for instance, she was talking about, I mean, we used to back when I was working with IBM, we used to work with contractors. And they and we used to have uh, their they used to get their IBM um, you know email address so it'll be like your names at us.ibm.com whatever it is mm-hmm. and these guys used to have a certain small you know notation sometimes they wouldn't even have their name now this whole thing has changed so uh, people are coming in uh, with you know with their own uh, company email addresses. In, in, if they are coming from a company or if they're coming from, um, you know, if they're freelancers, which apparently IBM has started to look for and uh, use for a lot of projects, they they you get to u- use their own email addresses. Now, I don't know how much it's their email address versus, uh, you know, some uh, Gmail versus other mails, but the funda is the thinking has changed. The thinking has changed from the corporate standpoint as to how I look for people and how I uh, hire them. I don't hire somebody with a title. For example, a freelancer, you'll never find a freelancer calling himself senior business developer. Right. I mean, there's, I, I just do business development. And if you want to hire me, you can hire me. And all I sell to you is my accomplishments. And I've done these, so if you want to hire me, I'm up for it. Now, when you move the conversation to... To you know, stuff again to to what you want to get done, jobs to be done as uh, as you may want to call it. Yeah, just say what you want to get done, and yep, I have done it. These are my things. Now, how do you identify me? There are a lot of newer um, avenues of doing it. I um, I'm seeing even LinkedIn um, now slowly talking about uh, freelancers and others. I mean, it, it never used to support some time back. Now they are bringing in freelancers for freelancers. Now, why am I talking about freelancers? And it's not because I am one, but it's because the world is moving. I mean, there are there are a bunch of people who have quit their jobs and become freelancers because they find greater happiness in doing things their own way. At the same time, getting people, helping people and companies. So, to answer your question here. Five years or 10 years from now, I believe, again, it's my opinion, but then I believe that things are going to change in such a way that people are going to be pretty free, pretty open to hiring people 
including people from uh, who are solopreneurs or freelancers or whatever you want to call them. And at that point, all, mat- all that matters is what you have and will it help me achieve what I want to achieve. doesn't matter what your title is. Awesome. I love it. I, I, it's been a great conversation to, to think about what the world can look like, the world of work without titles. You know, when you, especially there's these hierarchy things that you bring up, um, just it, it's a good thing to think about getting rid of. Um, not necessarily the hierarchy itself is, is bad, but in terms of how people view themselves, you know, you reach a, you reach a status and you say, Hey, you know, I've, I've become the, the senior partner in this company. You can kind of relax a little bit. Whereas right. if, if your title reflects what you do, the job to be done or the area of responsibility, you, you can't let up. You, you got to keep going. You got to keep uh, pushing forward. And that's great. Yeah. And, and I don't want to be a, you know, sound cynical towards titles. I mean, titles is perfectly okay. And I know a lot of people who have managed it really, really well. I mean, they just don't even mention, there are a lot of people who don't even mention their title in, in their emails. And there are a bunch of people who do. I'm just worried about the people who do because <laughs> that kind of, um, yeah, it, it kind of shakes and uh, unsettles people sometimes. Right. Well, Karthik, thanks so much for uh, coming on the show. Uh, tell us how to get in touch with you. Tell us about your podcast. Oh, great. Um, you can reach me, reach out to me, uh, Karthik at designyourthinking.com. If you want to write to me, feel free to do that. And yeah, I'm on Twitter at Kartwee, that's K-A-R-T-V-E-E. And my website is designyourthinking.com. And yeah, I mean, we, uh, we are relaunching the, the website and a whole bunch of things uh, this year. I'm really looking forward to it. And one of the good things with being a solopreneur is you get to do what you want to do. And last, last year, I took a three-month vacation <laughs> and uh, I was off the grid. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy to be back. And the first thing to do this year was uh, talking to you, Neil. Excellent. Thanks so much for being on the show.